Hey y'all. Hello, hello. It is Lauren. It is Jamie and welcome to the Chicks and Dip podcast. Oh my gosh. Some of y'all might have listened to us before. Mm -hmm. Some of you might be new here. We are so happy to have y'all. This is episode one of the Chicks and Dip podcast. Yeah, we are so excited to be starting this journey. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. This is our dream come true. Yes, by the time this comes out, hopefully all of y'all have watch the trailer. Yep. Um, if not, check it out. Yep. But a little bit, I guess we can kind of start with a little bit about what we're doing. Yeah. And um, who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Who we are. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Do your intro first. Tell me about you. Oh, okay. I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah. So my name is Jamie. I'm originally from upstate New York, but I've lived in Savannah for about two years now, actually almost two years. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else about me. Love musical theater, it's a good time. Love to have a good time, but also love to stay home. Love wine, big wine drinker, so <laughs> that Those is about like, me. Like the key points. They like really if, are. Yeah, if this was your dating profile, I would know. Right? I would know. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm Lauren Wolverton, I'm from Mississippi, and I've been in Savannah also um, about three years, a little over three years. Um, I really like beer. You know, like yep. I'm trying to base my yeah, answers off like, of you. <laughs> I like beer. I like coffee. I like to exercise. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I really like Taylor Swift. Those yeah. are some of the key points for oh my me. God. <laughs> yes, Taylor Swift all the way. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of how we work. We are so polar opposites, but so similar at the same time, but I yeah. think that's why it works. Oh, 100%. Yeah. We're like just different enough where we're like always learning something new about each other. And oh, always. It's fun. I mean, even before we started this, it's like, oh, you never told me that. Like, right, right. Um, new news. Okay, so now you know us a little bit, um, a little bit about this podcast. Um, yeah. Chicks and Dip came to be because Jamie and I are both around 25, mm -hmm. um, and both of us kind of had a career path that completely went to shit. Change. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're kind of figuring it out and we found ourselves going to like happy hour, going to lunch, and we would always be talking about our lives over chips and dip. Mm -hmm. And we're like, you know what? We feel like we listen to a lot of podcasts of older people giving advice and we mm -hmm. love that, but I haven't found one that feels like someone who's going through the same shit that we're going through. Yeah, and I genuinely feel like the age of 25 is so hard, honestly, because, you know, you feel like an adult and you feel like you need to have your shit together, but at the same time, you don't. You're still so young. I mean, how many times do we hear, oh, you're young. You don't have to have it figured out. It's okay, well, I feel like I do. Because right. then everybody's like, oh, do this, pay your taxes, do all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, it's yeah. hard. and It's a lot. You expect to leave college or whatever you do post high school and, and just be thrust into this like shining bright career in life and yeah. glorious house and husband and whatever. And it's like, okay, sometimes there's some bumps along the way. Yeah. So we're here to get real and talk about everything that you and your friends talk about over chips and dip. Yeah, you know, things that we've experienced, things that we haven't experienced, and we're gonna bring guests on to kind of help them, or rather them help us figure <laughs> figure these things out at the end of the day. But we are, we are so excited. We just wanna be relatable and we wanna be honest, honestly, about things that we've gone through. Yeah. So Ew. with that, um, we didn't want to spend like a whole episode just like talking, talking about, about ourselves. I mean, we can do that, but <laughs> we did want to pick a topic to, to kind of kick off the podcast. Yeah. And we are diving into how to say no to a date, say no to give somebody, like giving someone your number, mm -hmm. that all of the things that go along with that. And it kind of happened because me and Jamie just like this week we're talking about this like funny story that happened to her a while ago and we were like wait this yeah. is crazy yeah and then we all kind of started talking also our producer Erica Lang back there 
girl. She was part of this conversation as well. Um, over chips and dip, we were talking about this. Yep. So we kind of realized that all of us have similar stories of a time, multiple times actually, that a guy just like, too much. You're doing too much. You know, trying to get the number, ask for a date in a situation that's really, n- there's no reason. Right. You know, like right. the, the vibe is not there. And it's like, how do you get out of that situation? You know, without seeming like a brat. Right. <laughs> right. In a way. In a way. Yeah. So we were talking about, I guess I'll dive into kind of how this sparked up. So um, recently, you know, the hard part about social media is you feel like you know everyone. Yes. Even if you don't know them. And I think that is the root of the problem nowadays. You can follow someone on social media and be like, oh, I know where you're from. I know where you went to school. I know what you do every single day. So rightfully so, when you see the person in person, actually, it's like, oh, we know each other. Right. You want to give them a hug and be like, how's your mom? Right. I saw that you went on vacation with her. And it's like, we've never spoken in person. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Mm. And, you know, so I just like was kind of interacting with this person and everything. And suddenly it turned into, we're going to go get drinks. And I'm like, yeah, as a, as a group, right? <laughs> and it was like, no. We're going to go get drinks. Like, us. And then it walked away, and it was like, uh, okay. Are what? We? Like, <laughs> but why? I mean, that's fine, but, like, I really don't know you that well. Like, you need to get to know someone before it's like, we're automatically going to go get drinks together. We're going to go on a date and do this. I mean, like, hey, mm-hmm. let's just, like, hang out in some group settings first, and then if you feel like you're vibing with someone, mm-hmm. then that's fine. But then it's totally like, well, I didn't even know you were interested in me. Right. To me, the line is, like, if we know each other, then you can tell me we're going to do this. Like, the I don't know. For me, whenever someone tells me the plan versus asking me, I like it if I am tight with them like that. You yeah, know? you're like, into it. Yes. Like, if we've been flirting before and you say, like, we're going to go eat dinner tomorrow night, be ready at 7. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, we are. But if I literally have never spoken to you before and you're like, we're getting drinks, I'm like, who are you? No, we're not. Yeah, and it's like, even if you have spoken to them before, it just, you got to read the room. And that's where, you know, it is so attractive when a guy is very forward and Mm -hmm. is like, hey, I want to do this. But again, read the room, read the situation. Like, if you don't really know each other, take a step back and actually take time to learn each other. Because like what we were saying the other day, you don't know someone's background. Like, Mm -hmm. someone might have just come out of a relationship that's really not ready to do that Mm -hmm. yet, you know? And then it puts you in an awkward situation of like, I would love to go get drinks with you, but as a friend. <laughs> exactly. And just because, like, personally, you might not be ready, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, what if you're not interested in the person? But then it comes the awkward point of, like, well, I, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't <gasps> mean it as friends. And you're like, bro. No, you didn't. Okay, no, you didn't. But no, you that's didn't. fine. Yeah. This has happened. We've, like, kind of been, like, pinging stories off. Um, <laughs> and whenever I was in <laughs> college, I got all the way on the date. Like, I... I Whenever he asked me to go to dinner, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a friendly thing because honestly, I thought he was gay. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go hang out with my classmate who I think Understood. is gay. Right. And we're going to have a great time at dinner. <laughs> and here's the thing. We were like bonding over our love of Dolly Parton at dinner. So I still thought he was gay. I, I know that's a stereotype, but I was like, oh hey. yeah, for sure. Hey, good. And um, so I just didn't see it coming whenever it took a turn into talking about our relationships. And then there was like a comment made about like how like I looked pretty and stuff. And I was like, wait a second. I was like, have I misread this like severely? Mm-hmm. And um, I had. 
he for sure thought it was a date. And then I realized I like skipped the whole awkward moment of saying no to a date. I was already on a date and now mm-hmm. I had to get myself out of it. And um, I feel bad about this, but I texted my roommates and I was like, you guys, I've made a mistake. I need to get done with this date because he like had this whole thing like he wanted to go to like six bars like it, he wanted it to be like a whole oh, wow. nighttime thing like the entire night we're gonna be out on this date and I'm like I just don't want to lead him on and I panicked and I didn't know how to just tell him hey we're out here as friends that's what I should have done I didn't do that I texted my roommates and told them to make up a plan and so they were texting me calling me like we've got to go to so-and-so's birthday party you need to get home and I was like Oh darn, I totally forgot I had like a 9.30 p.m. birthday dinner to go to. And he was like, what? (laughs) And so he dropped me off. And like all my roommates were in my house in pajamas. Obviously, we're not going out at 9.30. So he knew and it was terrible. And like I felt so bad about it. But I wish that I had had the confidence and the knowledge or whatever just to say to him over dinner, hey, I just want to check in right now we're here as friends or like, what are you thinking that this is? Like, I think that that probably would have been better because I'm sure his feelings were hurt whenever he realized my friends were lying to get me home. That sucked. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. But then it kind of opens up a conversation. Like, is that something that you just have to learn with time? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. how, I don't know. What do you, what do you do? Like whenever you're feeling weird, what do you do? I know. And I think even in the situation that I was talking about, it's not even that you might not be interested in going. I think it's just kind of making sure that everyone is on the same page. And you know, there are assumptions. I 100% could have assumed, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think that's where, that's where you do need to get to know someone a little bit better before it's like, Hey, let's spend one-on-one time together. You know, Mm -hmm. unless you're on like a dating app and you legitimately, you're on there for a reason, you know, but if you're seeing someone for the second or third time and it suddenly is like, let's go do this. And when other comments are made, you're just gonna, whatever. It's just kind of weird. But I think we do struggle as young women to, I I don't want to say find your voice, but kind of also to set boundaries. (laughs) Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) So this is also how this came up. I am so bad. I'm always scared. I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. Uh It's not well. So a few years ago, long story short, there's this big race track horse racing thing that goes on in Saratoga, New York, where I'm from. And I was hanging out with my stepdad at one of the bars and I was going to get a drink or whatever. And I deliberately was like, let me go stand by this table with a bunch of things on it because then people, nobody's going to come up to me. They're going to think like, oh, people are coming back to stand with me. It made sense in the moment. And then... It made sense in the moment. The first time I heard this story, I didn't know the table detail. Yeah, I'm just yeah. confused. <laughs> You're like, the table detail? I just thought, like, with things on the table, then people would be like, oh, people are joining her in a second. I'm not going to come over and talk Like to a her. dining table. It was like a high top table. Okay. Yeah, that you stand Doesn't on. matter. You the table I mean? literally doesn't yeah, matter. No, there, there was no reason for that. Erica's like, what the hell? Okay, so anyways. So I was standing around the table, and this guy comes up to me, like, clearly a little bit older than me, but he was cute, so we were just chatting, like, literally not even flirting, just chatting. My stepfather comes over and in my head, I'm like, oh God, this is going to be really good, really good. So we're all chatting, very normal, nothing, whatever. And the guy at the end was like, hey, we're all going to go to, um, I forget the bar, but it's irrelevant. He's like, we're going to go to XYZ later. Um, Can I get your number? And then we can go. So now my stepdad is like, what? What is going on? So I give him my number and he walks away. My stepdad's like, do you not know this man? And you just gave him your number? And I was like, 
Yeah, I mean, I just didn't really know what to do. He's like, you don't, you don't need to give your number to someone. I thought you two knew each other. He's like, you need boundaries. You need to know how to tell people no, blah, blah, blah. So that Christmas, I got a book about setting boundaries. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is serving, um, you know, the American Girl book that they give you to teach you about your period? Oh, yeah. This oh, is this serving is that energy. Like, I'm um, the boundary book, yeah. the period book. Mm-hmm. They're all in a shelf somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, this has been a running trend with my family. That was when I was, like, 21, 21 years old. Like, this is still going on. Like, learning how to set boundaries. But, in a real sense, it's a legitimate thing. It it's is. like... You, how do you say no to someone if they're asking for your number, if they're asking you on a date and you're just not interested or you just don't want to take those steps with them? Yeah. And everybody always says, oh, like give somebody a fake number. I'm never going to do that. That is so rude. And then the poor person whose phone number you give, Mm -hmm. they're confused. Like, I think that, I think the lying part is worse. And like, that's why I bring up that college story. Like, I don't think lying straight up is ever the answer. No. Definitely not. I think just as honest and polite as you can be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's and it is different. Like I do have a boyfriend mm-hmm. and so on St. Patrick's Day, this actually like just oh, happened. Yeah. Um this dude came up and I was wearing this like fabulous tinsel jacket and so he was like, <laughs> You look like Macho Man and I was like, Who's that? And so like we were like joking about my outfit and stuff and he was so nice. Like I really didn't pick up a like full on flirty vibe. Right. We were just kind of like, you know, hitting it off in like a friendly way. We were at a bar, you know, and um so my boyfriend Cameron was literally like right behind me talking to some of our other friends and I'm chatting with this guy probably like five minutes or so and um, we had a mutual friend and all this and so then he's like, oh, like me and so-and-so, our mutual friend are going to um, be out tomorrow. Would you want to meet up and hang out tomorrow morning? Mm-hmm. And then like I realized like, okay, I don't know exactly how he's taking this and so I just, it, the funny part about this was like all of our friends were like all standing around like oh, yeah. watching this go down so I had an audience. It was kind of funny. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> and so I just, I looked at him and I just said, um, I just like want to be upfront, like and clear. My boyfriend is standing like literally right there. I'm like loving this, but I just like want to be clear about that. And he goes, Oh, oh, I misread that. Sorry. And like he made a joke about it. Like, thank God he wasn't a weirdo or some like crazy ass, you know. And uh he took it well and he just like followed me on Instagram and then said goodbye and went about his way. And I have never seen him again. <laughs> yeah. And to me that was that was great, you know, and I understand not everybody will take it that way. Some mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, or something, but <laughs> he was really nice, and, and it felt good to not have to make up some excuse as to why I can't give him my phone number or whatever, and that's a unique situation because I actually have a boyfriend who's right there. Yeah. But I just, I think being honest is a, a solid plan. I think it is, too, and it's also just being comfortable with just saying no. Yes. Literally, and, like, maybe that's just more of a problem for me than mm-hmm. other people, but... We were talking about this situation the other day, and it kind of makes me look shitty, but I'll be honest about it. Um, because it was so harmless in my head and whatever. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, the last guy that I was dating, he um, was, like, away at the time. He was deployed and everything. And I was out at the bar with all my girlfriends. And we were genuinely just, like, in a big group of people talking very harmlessly. Like, I swear on my life, no flirting, nothing going on. Like, just making conversation with people our age. Once again... I think he misread the situation yeah. and asked me for my number. Looking back now, literally never should have done that. I Like, I was fully dating someone, but I wasn't giving it in the way of trying to be sneaky, trying to yeah. do something like that. I felt so uncomfortable that I didn't know what to do. Right. I was just like, okay, 
Um, it's like almost easier just to give someone your number right. than make it a deal. And that's, that's how it feels. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'll give him my number, and I'll, if he ever says anything to me, I'll address it, or I'll literally block his number. Like it does. <laughs> like it, it's fine. But so he did. He texted me the next morning. It was like, hey, uh, you guys like were awesome. Would really love to see you again. And I was like, I'm really sorry. Um, I should have told you this last night, but I didn't because. I just didn't think the conversation was going that way. I was like, I fully have a boyfriend that I'm in love with. And <laughs> I, this is not, but I hope you find someone for you. Like, I hope you find somebody out there. Do, do your thing. Bye, buddy. But looking back on it now, and also my boyfriend, like, kind of had a feeling that something had happened. Like, I was drunk by the time I got home and when I was telling him, uh-huh. like, that we were talking to these guys. I left out the detail. Uh-huh. But... He had a women's intuition yeah, moment. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> and um, he had asked me the next day, he's like, did you give your number to somebody last night? And I said, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I was very honest about it. I was like, yes, I did, but it was not in that way. No. It was literally in the way that a woman being put in a situation where she does not know how to get out of it, and I was like, that was the only thing I knew to do, was to just do that and then block his number if he ever said anything, let him know, like... I wasn't interested in him. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I just was trying to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I felt very uncomfortable after, like, the time of all of us talking, having these conversations, um, being like, no, I'm good. Thanks, though. Yeah. But honestly, I've gotten a lot better about it now because I almost lost my boyfriend at that time. Right. Like, he was really, and rightfully so. I mean, if roles were reversed, I would have been like, what the hell? Because then right. you speculate about what was going on. But... I was completely wrong in that situation, but it really made me think, like, you need to say no. Yeah. If you are not interested in someone, you just need to say no. And you know what? If somebody's going to take it the wrong way, they're going to take it the wrong way. And if they're going to be an asshole about it, they're going to be an asshole. That's so true. And that is not somebody you want to be hanging out with anyway. No. Right. And it's not. So I think it's, you know, learning being in that situation now, I would just be like, hey, like, you're really sweet. You're really nice. Um, I'm not in a position to do that right now. Right. Simple and yeah. sweet. That's the thing. I think a lot of times we start to, at least me, I start to overthink and I'll have like two paragraphs typed out in a text and I'm like, okay, I don't have to give them that much detail. Literally all that, you don't owe this person anything. You mm-hmm. just have to say, hey, thank you. I'm good or whatever. Thank right. you. I have a boyfriend. Thank you. I'm not interested. Like short and sweet and they'll get it. Right. And I think like, honestly, if you're kind of in the mindset, you know, like we joke that I'm in right now, like I'm not interested in like trying to date somebody right, right now. So, you know, it sounds all great to hang out with people, but if they're wanting it on that level, that's where I am very honest. And I'm like, hey, like, I am not ready for that. So I think it is, like you were saying, just being honest with people. And it's hard and it's really scary, but I think we get so worked up in our heads Mm -hmm. about what is going to be the outcome, and it's never that. No. And I do want to, like, just touch on alcohol is a whole nother level. Like, whenever you're out at the bars, like, even whenever, like, I was single, there's... It, it just adds a whole nother layer of like you not thinking quite clearly and you know like you are like maybe you I don't know like if someone's hitting on you you probably let like entertain it more than you would because right. you're not fully you know yourself and and that's a whole nother situation that we'll have to dive into on another episode but like mm-hmm. you know whenever you're at a bar it's a whole it's a tricky thing but I think if you like practice it in your day to day not that this is happening like every single day oh right but if you like get good at setting boundaries like I feel like that like comes out whenever you're at a bar too you know yeah and you know and I feel like this is where it applies to our age because you know we're not 30 year old women that have been 
figuring this out. You know, I mean, th these are experiences that we are having in real time. Oh, yeah. And taking them situation by situation, <laughs> like, how do I approach this? Mm -mm. That's, <laughs> I was literally just thinking about that. Like, if anybody who's, like, 40 and very mature is listening to this, yeah, they're like, probably like, this dumb. is the stupidest conversation <laughs> I've ever heard. But this is the mindset. We are 25. We don't know what the hell we're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. we don't know. We don't know how to act. That's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, and it's like, exactly. Okay. And, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so this is going to be so fun. We have Googled um, <laughs> how to turn down a date, and we found one article that's, like, actually kind of sweet. Cosmo got men to answer, like, the nicest ways they've been rejected. <laughs> and then WikiHow has <laughs> 10 polite ways to reject a date over text, and those are freaking hilarious. Yeah. Which one should we do first? I think we should do the genuine one first for okay. Cosmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're getting pulled up, you guys. And some of these are just funny because there's just simply no way. No. Okay. <laughs> so these are the men telling their stories of the nicest ways that they have been rejected in what they said. <clears throat> All right, man number one. Oh, God. <laughs> are, you, are you reading the wiki out? <laughs> no, I was reading the Cosmo one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> she said, I think you're a wonderful person, but I just don't feel any attraction for you. I'm sorry. It was the first time a woman was actually honest and didn't try to say that I'm too much like a brother. Oh, oh that's terrible. Yeah, I that's think that's one of the worst things you yeah. can say to someone. Mm -mm. If you friend zone them, that hurts. But if you brother zone them, that's disgusting. <laughs> you put them in sibling zone. Literally, that's like, that's gross. Yeah, that's not well. Yeah, you know, uh, very honest. I appreciate her being honest. I don't know if we need to go into the attraction part because that is just, that is deep. If somebody looked at me and was like, I'm just not attracted to you. I'd be like, oh, okay, thanks. Fuck you then. <laughs> like, what? It really just it comes across as like, it's not just that we're not vibing. It's like, I just think you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And the, the harsh reality is that not everyone is attracted to you, but our egos want to think that they are. I think everyone's attracted to me. And if you're not, then pff, something's wrong with you. So like, if you're rejecting me, you don't need to put that detail in there. I'm we're good. I'm a catch, guys. I'm a catch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number two, straight up and honest. Okay, we're on the honesty policy. The men like the honesty. Yeah, straight up and honest. After the first date, I called her a few days later to see if she wanted to hang out again. And she said, hey, I think you're great, but the chemistry just isn't there. Kind, honest, direct. Yeah, I like that's that. That's good. That is good. That's way better than calling someone ugly. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, all right. This one to me is just like a little bit textbooky. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's Lauren's cat. I'm sorry. If y'all heard like a little meow, I do have a cat. His name is Mr. Kim. Y'all will meet him at some point. Yeah, he's going to um, be a character. Yeah, he's probably going to make an appearance. Oh, get out of here, buddy. <laughs> there he goes. All right. Man number three says, she said, sorry, but I'm not interested in a romantic or sexual relationship with you. He said it was clear and to the point. I mean, that's not as bad as saying I'm not attracted to you, but like if someone texts me, I'm not interested in a sexual relationship with you. I'm deleting that number because that's like a really calculated way of speaking. I know. It's just like when we get into this like sexual attractiveness part, I just really think that can be left out. And also, can we just like, none of these answers are going to be said at a bar. Oh, none no. None of them. No. None of them. Like I can see if you're on a date, somebody's dropping you off at home, like, hey, great time. Thank you for dinner. I'm going to pass. I'm going <laughs> to. No. Or like you can't tell someone you're not attracted to them. What you need to say is, I'm gonna pass. 
gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. That's just not well. That's not well. Okay, wait. I need to skip down to number six. Yeah. Straight up just says a very blunt no, thank you. Sis. I mean, yeah, but wow. That might be the best one. You can say that at a bar. No, thank you, and then just leave. Like. I just, like, I'm picturing if I was asking someone for their number, you know, because sometimes a woman's got to make the move. Don't be afraid to ask for someone's number. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I always find it attractive when you do that. But can you imagine if you're like, hey, like, I think you're kind of cute, and I get your number, and they're like, eh, no thanks. That's equivalent to pass. I'm going to pass. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, skipping down to find, like, one more good one before we move on. Oh, oh this... this this bitch has some confidence. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, I'm not interested, but I know it was probably hard to ask me out. I'm sorry. Hope you have a nice, <laughs> nice day. day. What? <laughs> and the guy goes, wait, this is a better response. She was a sweet girl. I wish her nothing but the best. What? What does she mean? I know it's hard to ask me out. Right? Like, that seems, like, very confident. I mean, like, was he coming out of the friend zone? Is that why? Oh, maybe we don't know the context. That's probably right. I mean, still, though, the verbiage of that, that we really so could have gone without. That's so weird. We really could have kind of maneuvered our way around She that said, one. hope you have a nice day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to move on into the glorious advice of WikiHow. Yeah. I've visited WikiHow to figure out how to, like, hang a picture frame or, like, trim a hangnail. So I'm really <laughs> curious to see what their dating advice is. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay, here we go. Their first point is... Be tactfully honest. Okay, there's a trend here, you guys. Be honest. I feel like we're just missing something. Their tip number two is get to the point. Reduce awkwardness and hurt by keeping it short and sweet. Does WikiHow have better advice than Cosmo right now? Yeah, I think so. I think that they actually might. Oh? I'm staring at yours because it won't open on my phone. Oh, it's not opening? Here you go. Include a compliment. I'm really flattered, but I'm not interested in you that way. Okay. Like the that way. Explain that you're busy. Sorry, I'm just really busy with school, says WikiHow. Highlight your differences. I'm sorry, but I think we're really different people. Okay, I'm going to say something. Yeah. WikiHow, I thought that these were going to be the bad ones. But these are kind of, like, what do you, what is your response? I'm sorry, but I think we're really different people. Who's going to try to fight you on that? You know right. what I mean? Like, okay, that didn't work. I think the biggest thing <laughs> is, like, at least for me, I'm just so scared to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, we got to get past that. I... <laughs> Not you. I mean, we, we like <laughs> collectively as a group. We no. as young women. No, but me too. But um, this is exactly what people go through. Yeah, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings either. But I, okay, I think that once I'm not gonna say once you hurt someone's feelings, but once you do it once, it might not I... be so hard. Go ahead. No, honestly, that's very true. You know? Because after, like, yeah, after that whole situation, like, now, if I genuinely am not interested, I'm like, meh. I'm going to pass, Jamie said. <laughs> I'm going to skip. I'm going to Skip to the next song. Yeah. Um, another thing that we want to touch upon when it comes to that is how to do these things correctly. Oh, it is a thin line, people, between, like, shooting your shot and, like, you know, like being fun and bold yeah. and like being full on creepy. Yeah. And so, yeah, we like kind of wanted to touch on that, like some things that we love and some things that we hate. Like earlier I said that I love somebody who like does make a plan, but it's all about the context. Like we have to at least know each other before you just tell me where to be at what time. Like, right. 
Right. I need to know that you're not going to kidnap me and, and murder me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think it's also, you know, we keep going back to like the reading the room and yeah. social media and stuff. My biggest advice to guys from a girl's perspective, and of course they have different ones from us, but I mean, get to just get to know someone first. I mean, even if you do slide into someone's DMs and be like, hey, I think you're really pretty, maybe talk a little bit and then ask them out on a date. Don't just straight up be like, I want to get drinks with you. Or like, I want to, it's just, it's too much. It is. It really is. Sometimes it's too aggressive. Yeah. I um, was telling this story at, uh, over tips and dip the other day. And, um, whenever me and Cameron had first started dating this guy that like I went to college with, Mm -hmm. I didn't know him. Like we were not friends. So we just followed each other on like social media. And once I like fully launched me and Cameron's relationship on Instagram, he had just moved to Charleston and which is like near Savannah. And, um, he sent me a message and was like, Hey, when you and your boyfriend break up, give me a call. And I'm like, when, you know, and it's like, I don't know him. Like if that would have been somebody that like, I had like a fun, flirty relationship in college, it still wouldn't be funny, but it would be slightly more understandable of why you felt like you could send that to someone. Mm -hmm. But like, this is a stranger. I literally don't know this person. And I'm like, I don't want to know you now because you made me feel like, number one, I just launched my relationship. Chill out with that. But number two, like, why would I want to go on a date with someone who's messaging someone with a boyfriend like that? You know, like if in a world where, let's say I did end up on a date with this person, that's in the back of my mind, you know, like, Are you messaging someone else, like, right now? Like, because clearly you don't respect relationships. Yeah, I feel like people think they're being slick, and it's like, oh, just letting them know that I'm interested. But no, it's like, no, I actually weird. remember what you do at the end of the day. And whether it's no. launching your relationship or realizing that the relationship is no longer being launched. I mean, <laughs> ding, ding. genuinely, I mean, there's been, like, a couple people, honestly, that it's like, you know, I'm very much so, when I'm in a relationship, I want to post them all over my social yeah. media. Like, I want people to know how happy I am. And, you know, when you kind of... Take those things away, people notice. But if somebody makes a comment, it's like, oh, I see you're not dating so-and-so anymore. It's like, yeah, no, I'm not. It didn't really work out. Great. Let's go get drinks. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Relax. That's not how I, no. No. Like, that's just, you know, because people go through their own processes and it's just like, that. that's not, that's right. not the way to do it at right. all. Because you also don't know if they're still talking to their ex. Like, why do you want to put... <laughs> Why do you want to put people in that situation? Why? Why? I don't know. We could beat this horse forever. Yeah. But, like, just read the room, people. And if you can't read the room, then I don't really have advice for you. I don't yeah. know what to say. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if any of you guys have, like, crazy stories about maybe yes. when it went wrong oh, yeah. and that you told somebody no, please tell us. That's the thing. I don't think that ever happens. Like, I think that's, like, the point that we need to, like, hone in on is, like, if you're just honest, like, the odds that someone is going to, like, absolutely, like, freak in a regular mm-hmm. situation, I mean. Like, right. if you're at a bar or something like that. Or if someone texts you. The odds that something goes, like, life-changingly wrong are very slim, I think. And you know what? Even if it does, that's not somebody that you want to be with anyways. That's true. That's so true. If they freak out, that's on them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's their own issue. Anyways. Yeah. Honesty, you guys. That's the, the message behind this episode. Yeah. You know what? We're going to get better. We're going to get better. Watch. Like, now I'm going to go out tonight and something's going to happen. I'm going to be like, no. Do you know what I'm <laughs> No, thank you. James going to be firing it off. No, thank yous. I'm past. No, no. Pass. No one's even going to talk to you. You're going to be like, nope, nope, nope. Don't even try it. Honestly, it's, like, it's just so funny because I also feel like guys always assume that, like, we're always getting hit on at the bar, too. We're not. 
That's the thing. No. Oh my god. Like the amount of times that you have to tell people that. It's like, no, really. I think I just have like a resting bitch face at the bar or something. But like, people don't talk to me at the bar. <laughs> I know that's, that's that's actually a good point to clarify. Like we're we didn't like this whole episode on this. People are probably like, who are these girls? Like, yeah. Who do they think they are getting hit on left and right? Yeah, that's not what we're saying. But when it does happen, we want y'all to be ready. Yeah, we got you gotta you. be prepared. Have your survival kit, you know. We got you. From the Chicks and Dip podcast. Exactly. I'm so good. Um, well, we're trying to, so we, if you're watching the video version, we do have these Chips and Dip, and we're trying we to figure out exactly what we're gonna do with them. I don't wanna gross you guys out and eat one now, so maybe we'll like do the outro and then like end with a, a chip bite or something, you yeah. know? Yeah, I think that's Because I think good. if I try to do our outro with a mouthful, you guys will never listen to this ever yeah, again. Yeah, that might get a little sloppy. This is an ASMR And podcast. honestly, knowing how Lauren eats chips, it might just end up on all of her clothing. I swear, <laughs> every time we go and get chips and salsa or chips and queso or anything, it we look at the table, we're like, how? How did this happen? There I eat like an animal. Everywhere. Like, just like an animal. I don't understand it. And the thing is, I've gone my entire 25 years of life thinking I'm a very, very polite person. But you know what it is? Y'all know about cotillion? Kind of. <laughs> My sister's in the, in the studio today. She's cracking She's like, up. Yep. Okay, cotillion is this thing that they send you to, they try to send you to when you're what, Rachel? Like 14? 12. 12, okay? Oh. They try to send a bunch of 12-year-old kids to learn how to eat right, and they put you, it's like in, um, in She's the Man. They send her to that fancy course. Yeah. So my parents tried to get me to do that, and I literally refused. I was like, I will not go. And... Like, I don't, I actually don't know how I got away with that because, like, that's not the vibe in my house. Like, I couldn't refuse to do anything, and I refused to go to Cotillion, and for some reason, I didn't have to go. And now, I eat like an animal, and I'm trying to think, maybe I should have gone to Cotillion. Hey, it's never, it's never too late. You learn something new every day. Should I go be, like, double the age of all those 12-year-olds at Cotillion? Wait, that is mind-blowing to me. This is a whole other episode that we want to do, too, where we, like, compare growing up in New York compared to Mississippi and the things that are different, because we... Again, learn something new every day. But I didn't know that was a real thing. I straight up thought that was a movie thing. I didn't know that you really... Do you have to dress in fancy dresses yes. and all this stuff? And you learn, like, wow. You learn the forks. You learn to dance. Like, you learn to, like, do the lineup across from each other and do the whole dances. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. Wait, I kind of want to do it just for, like, shits and gigs. Honestly, I don't mean this in any shady way, but, like, I think that you would actually be good at it. Like, I do. Like, you like to dance and, like, stuff. Like, I think that you would be a good candidate for cotillion. I don't think I would be. Honestly, that sounds like something I might slightly enjoy. Yeah. Well, look, sign us up, y'all. <laughs> the local cotillion group. Know. We got two adults trying to join it. Oh, my God. We're going to get flags. Like, I live near school. I can't go to Cotillion. They're going to think I'm a weirdo. What is happening? We're going to keep you on record, Lauren, for real. Oh, my God. We're going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, At the end. But all this to say, we're going to have new episodes out every Monday. Yeah. Um, You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, all the places that you get your podcasts at. Yeah. Yeah, we got TikTok, and you can follow us on Instagram. Chicks and Dip Pod. Yes, that's our TikTok handle too, right? Yeah. Socials at Chicks and Dip Pod. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, Yeah, make sure to follow, like, subscribe on everything. We really want to grow this thing and blow it out of the water. And you can follow us personally on social media. My account is my name, Jamie Burton, but with two A's. We're getting a little. Two A's in the Jamie. Jamie Burton. Jamie. And uh, my handle is Lauren underscore Wolverton. Um, so we're so excited, y'all. We have like yeah. some really, really good guests coming up. And uh, so thank you for joining us for episode one. Um, 
Yeah, we're very we'll excited. Soon. This is like going to be our baby and Erica's as well. Yes. We got the three girls in this, so we'll keep you updated with everything and when new episodes are coming out and all that stuff. But thank you for joining us. We're excited to start this new journey. Mm -hmm. It's going to be good. Let's have a chip. A little chip. French onion dip and coffee sounds oh, wow. lovely. I got two chips. Okay. Cheers. Cheers.